Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's happening? I'm Mike Schmidt, 40 year old boy podcast. Can, can you hear a low rumble in the background? Can you hear that? That's a uh, that's the air conditioning because it is hot in Los Angeles right now. 96 degrees in the daytime, 86 degrees at night. Uh, <laughs> I don't know when I became Joe fucking weather. That's that's a little weird. Hey, what's happening, Los Angeles? How you doing in the Southland? 96 degrees in the daytime, 86 degrees at night. Let's head it out with the Beach Boys and Kokomo, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Blah 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 blah. All right. Uh, what a waste of time that was. Uh, you know, I I uh. I got to tell you, I'm probably I, we're starting now and I'm, I fully intend to bring you a classic show from the archives. So this this will not count against your uh, your year 12, 40 uh, year old boy in inventory. This will be a bonus show of some sort. Probably. Maybe we'll see because uh, I don't I don't uh, have anything to tell you this week. Again, we're all trapped. We're all sitting there and staring. And I find myself in a headspace that makes me just want to. uh throw bombs all over the fucking place but i feel it'll be like me repeating myself because every week i throw the same bombs at the same people and they never fucking go off my bombs never explode i launch them they land impotently at the feet of the people who need to be fucking blown to bits i want them to blow it up i want them to blow it up good too as billy saul hurok would say on sctv uh and yet and yet here we are in a nation in a world in a world where nothing happens good nothing good everything is over everything is finished everything is done and we know this how are you doing are you are you okay less of me more of you this week how are things are you are you locked down in your apartment are you locked down in your house have you have you jerked off in every room of your space yet? Have you done that? Have you marked your territory? Perhaps you, now look, and that's the kind of thing I would do if I owned a house. I don't know. I don't know if that's something you got to wait for quarantine for, right? If I buy a house, uh, by the end of that week, I've jerked off in every room in the house because that's my fucking house at that point. I'm laying the law down, buddy. I'm putting my DNA stamp on every goddamn room in the fucking domicile and making sure that everybody knows it's my fucking place. This is my den of iniquity. Uh, So I'm just going to go in and throw ropes all over every fucking linen closet in the goddamn joint before towels, though. I will not throw ropes on my own linen, Uh, although I do in the in the in the rack. Certainly, if you do that in bed, come on. Sometimes you wake up, you just got to run off a batch and just fucking unload. Why not? See, this is why I didn't want to talk this week. That's where my brain is going. 
because it's quarantine and I got nothing going. I just want to jam my fucking cock into a pudding cup. I mean, I don't know what the fuck is happening at this point. Get a handful. I, I, I've got, I'm down to like a quarter uh, thing of Astroglide probably. And then we're on to spit. Maybe I just move on to butter because it's warm and it's like melted. I don't fucking know, man. I'll look for anything I need. Any sort of fucking uh, uh, lube that I can use to fucking run off a couple of batches every goddamn day. Uh, all right. So here's the deal, man. I don't know. I don't know what to talk to you about. I don't know what to tell you because I mean, I, I don't want, I also don't want to fall into the trap of being, because I will say this, this is one of the things, and I've talked about this before, so I'm going to just be repeating myself. We're in the fucking hamster wheel, but you know what? These five, this, this fucking, you know what this quarantine has done besides, uh, you know, uh, destroy the economy from what I've heard from everybody. Um, it's convinced everybody in the world that they're interesting. I, I only, no, look, I don't give a fuck. Like I said, you want to play, you want to, you want to play your fucking piccolo in your yard and film it, whatever. Good for you. That's fine. But, uh, <laughs> there was somebody yesterday on Instagram and I mean, like in the, in the afternoon, they posted a clip of themselves and they're like, Hey, just a heads up. Wanted to let you guys know that tonight, uh, you know what? Tune in. We're going to be making a pie right here on the Instagram. Now this this person is not a chef or a comedian or an entertainer of any kind, but, but this is just convinced everyone that, that I, cause again, they're bored. So then they're trying to rope everybody into their boredom. And I don't know, maybe they, and maybe they get a bigger audience than me. I don't fucking know. Maybe you get a thousand people watching you make a fucking plum pie. That's fucking great. That's exactly what people need. Are, are we that bored? Like I said, I'm jerking off all over the goddamn place. That's fine. But maybe I got to settle in and watch somebody make a nice nectarine fucking pie. Maybe that's it. Maybe I get to see somebody make a fucking, uh, uh, like an upside down cake of some sort with any fruit, you know, with any stone fruit you can pick. You want to make a dragon fruit upside down cake? I'm in, I'm watching. <sighs> but I'm not, that's the thing. But again, it's the, it's the sheer confidence. I'm a guy who's done this. I've been in this business for 30 years. I've been in this particular space for 13. And I don't know every week if what I bring you is worth it. And again, you're tired of hearing me fucking go, oh, boo-hoo. I'm not boo-hooing. I'm just, I'm being honest. We're peeling the onion. We're tearing apart the fucking brain. You're seeing what's inside my head. But, but God grant me the confidence of anybody with a fucking webcam and downtime these days, because Jesus Christ, anybody who's just like, Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make soup. Who wants to watch me mince green peppers at my fucking house? Nobody does. Nobody. You don't, do you really, you don't even want to mince the green peppers. Don't pretend like uh, the only reason you're mincing the green peppers is because you want an audience showing you how to mince green peppers or watching you mince green peppers or whatever the fuck. God damn people have some respect. Put your cameras down. Don't film yourself. This is from a guy who plays video games online for everybody all day long. (laughs) See, that's the thing, man. I I'm torn because I'm telling people not to do the very thing that I do. Yes, I get it. But then I'm like, well, I've been an entertainer for 30 years. It's like, so fucking what, man? You're still mincing green peppers with the rest of us, buddy. There's no more, there's no more arbiters. The, the, the walls have been torn down. It's the same thing that applies to everybody. Somebody will write a fucking brilliant joke on Twitter or Facebook, and the next 10 people to 100 people who reply just do their own version of the joke. And I know this is a recurring theme on this show. It goes back as far as fucking eight years ago I was bitching about this shit. And still, and still, and I don't mean and still with a fucking title belt and I'm the champ. I mean, and still, I won't shut the fuck up about this nonsense. And this is why I didn't want to open the microphone this week. I've sat, I've stared, I've thought, I've wondered, I've, I've wheedled, I've decided, and I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't, or, oh no, you got to do something, or, uh, but then do people want to hear from me? But then they do, but then I don't. But then, th- th- there are very nice people who write me and they're like, hey man, we love hearing from you every week. God damn it, do a fucking show. 
And when you, you convey your rage, we're right there with you. But I also know that there are people that don't fucking want to be there with my rage. If you're like me and you're seeing the same shit that I'm talking about over and fucking over on Twitter and Facebook, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm on Facebook the last three days and, and I'm, I, you know, look, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this and I apologize. I don't really, I, you know, well, fuck that. I do not. I'm hitting the fucking table every week with this show now. I don't apologize for, for bringing you what I think or, or my opinions or my bits or any of that fucking stuff. I don't. I don't apologize for the spigot when I turn it and this stuff just fire hoses into the fucking microphone. Okay, this is just who I am as a dude. And you're, and, but that's the thing is it's like, well, maybe people don't like that. Well, maybe they do. That's why they're listening. What if, I mean, if you're listening to this and you hate me, that's a fucking weird thing, right? There's a million other fucking choices out there. And look at me trying to talk you out of listening to me. I don't give a fuck. If you hate me, tune in, please. Let's get my numbers through the fucking roof. I want a whole audience of people hate me and write me and going, you're a fucking dick. And I'll be like, yay, you listened. <laughs> that's all I give a flying fuck about. If you plugged your iPod vagina in and you jammed me into your fucking ears and you let me swim around in your brain for a fucking couple hours every goddamn week, that would make me happy. If you hate it, whatever. If you love it, great. I love you. You love me? That's fantastic. Why? Because you love me. Because I love me. Let's talk about me for a while, because I'm the fucking best. God, we should have made that shirt. All right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, look, I have the same things you have. And this is the thing is, I, I keep telling myself, like, I talk about my friends who are extremely online. I'm extremely online. So, like, Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. And I'm reading stuff. And, uh, and, you're, and it's just... It's just it's and it's my own fault because I hate reading shit that I shouldn't read. But also at the same time, I don't want to, I don't need to fucking stroll into your puppet show and all that shit. Like I said, it's just it's now it's either political arguments or someone going, hey, I got a twenty sided dice, let's roll it. Oh eight, all right. So here's eight things about me. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, what album did you like when you were a freshman? Oh my Christ. These are the most boring conversations you had in study hall as a child. And now, because we're all dead and we have access to the world, that's what we're asking people. Now, I don't expect you to ask people the meaning of fucking life. But if you're stepping up and going, hey, man, what do you think about biscuits? I don't know. They're delicious. That's what I think about biscuits. They're really good. Me, too. I like them, too. And again, there's nothing wrong with that sort of benign conversation, because to me, that kind of benign conversation is much better than, well, did anybody see if the black guy said a mean thing to the dude who shot him with a shotgun? You know what I mean? Like, how... I am learning so much every fucking day about people that I thought I fucking knew or, or not even just tangentially knew. And again, these are people I haven't seen in 30 years. Their lives have changed. But people I knew that I grew up with who will immediately leap to, well, you know, uh, we don't have the full uh, video. We, we don't know what was said. We don't know what was said. You, you got two of the fucking, you got Junior Samples and his son from fucking Hee Haw driving out of the cornfield and killing a guy on a street. You're going to fucking tell me that there's any reason at all that that would make sense in any fucking context? I don't give a shit if that dude ran by their house, flipped them off. I don't care if he punched him in the face and ran. You don't shoot a fucking guy dead in the street. And, and every single fucking weird mental gymnastics routine that people have to do to try to convince themselves that they don't want to believe this video is astonishing to me. Well, you know, they say he was jogging, but he wasn't wearing a jogging suit. I'll tell you what. He, what, 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 what? Is he fucking Silvio Dante? He's not wearing a jogging suit? Who the fuck wears a jogging suit? You know who does? Fucking gangsters. That's who wear jogging suits. The Armenians with toothpicks in their mouths at the fucking diner up the street by me. That's a front for whatever fucking social club they're calling it this week. That's who wears fucking track suits. 
Nobody puts on a tracksuit that goes jogging. Nobody's fucking Bruce Jenner anymore. Not even Bruce Jenner is Bruce Jenner anymore. <laughs> you don't fucking put on a tracksuit to go jogging. You know what? I go to the gym and wear shorts and a fucking t-shirt. That's, that looks a lot like what that dude had on. Shorts and a t-shirt. But regardless of if he had a tracksuit or a fucking or, or shorts and a t-shirt or a fucking suit of armor or whatever the fuck he could have possibly had on, I'll tell you this, the two fuckheads in the truck, you know what they didn't have on? Badges. They didn't have any sort of cloak of authority they were wrapped in to stop a fucking guy in the street and gun him the fuck down. What is wrong with people who excuse this shit? Does it scare you? Let me ask you this. Does it scare you that if you just admit, yeah, you know what? These two racist fucks shot a dude dead in the street, that that's going to lessen your power somehow in this country? Does it, does it frighten you in a capacity where you maybe have to realize that we're powerless to whatever people decide to do to us? Because I got news for you. If that's two black dudes in a truck who run down a white guy or even worse, a white woman and gun her down in a street, tell me. Tell me it's not front page fucking news. The fucking clip is running top of the hour every hour on every fucking news channel. And we got to hear about how Bambi went to school and was loved. I'm tired of hearing stories about young black men and how they were good and they were kind and they had diplomas or they had friends or, hey, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck if he was rude to everybody he met. He doesn't deserve to be gunned down on the fucking street. And why, why should you have to humanize a, a black man after he's killed by telling me he was smart or he had a diploma or he had friends. Yeah, because he's a human fucking being. The presumption that you need to humanize him by telling me th- these things that make him what you perceive to be inherently white is the biggest fucking con of all. Do you think what your, your white audience is going to go? Oh, my, he had a master's degree. Well, then he shouldn't have been shot in the face on a city fucking street for jogging. Fuck off, man. The incident alone is enraging. The fact that they weren't arrested for two months until the cops saw the videotape is fucking appalling. But the weird cartwheels that I'm seeing people in my orbit go through to try to explain to you that the lamestream media is trying to gin up controversy between blacks and whites is fucking astounding. How fucking dare you think that I I would ever presume to view this through the prism of whatever fucking news network I would tune into without my own moral compass to guide me in knowing that this is fucking wrong. It's wrong, man. Take color out of it. Unarmed man shot dead in street by two guys in truck. Does that sound like something you want to explain away? That sound like something you need more facts on, something you want to defend. Unarmed man shot dead in street by two people in truck while third person films. Does that sound like something you want to get involved in? Is that a hill you want to die on explaining why unarmed man was gunned down and the images committed to fucking memory forever via film strip or whatever the fuck? Be ashamed of yourself if you ever think that you need to explain why we should hold judgment on an unarmed man being gunned down in the fucking street. It's bad enough when it's done under the color of authority. It's bad enough when something happens. And look, 
I'm not saying it's always justified or not justified. I don't know. I'm not in these positions. I have cop listeners, and if they've ever been in dangerous fucking situations, they can speak to this a lot more than I can, okay? Hey, I've been a bouncer and been punched in the face. I've had a gun to my head a few times in my life, but but so fucking what? I don't have any sort of leg to stand on when I speak to the real danger of pursuing people who want to hurt you to avoid being captured. I have none of that. I'm not military. I'm not a cop. But but under the color of authority, when you hear about guys getting executed in a hail of fucking bullets, it makes you sick. But to see two fucking jughead motherfuckers, Zach Brown band looking cocksuckers gun a guy down in the street for what? For fucking what? For what? They thought he was a suspect who might have been stealing TVs or some bullshit, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. I've said this before, and you know what's a shame? You know what's a real fucking shame? I've done this show now 12 years. Like I said, I've been in this space 12 years, in, in, the, in the podcasting space 13, done this show for 12. How many of these fucking incidents have I talked about? How many times have I, in a show that's supposed to be lighthearted and funny and me talking about my dick, have I had to go off and veer off into this fucking bullshit? We did this all through Trayvon Martin. Remember, I was Team Hoodie. Because stay in your fucking car. You got suspicions? Call the cops. And first of all, by the way, don't ever call the fucking cops. Don't pretend. Don't, Don't fucking stand out and go, well, I saw a black man in my neighborhood. I better dial up the police immediately. You're putting that kid in danger, man. If you see him in a house fucking around, yes. If you see him in a garage or whatever the fuck, hitting a guy, whatever the fuck, yeah. Then then it's imperative upon you to do something. But if you just see a dude and you think he might be doing something you don't like or you think is nefarious or whatever the fuck, just fucking stand down, man. Go make a fucking PB&J and sit in your yard with some sweet fucking tea and think about when baseball comes back so you can go watch the Braves and cheer for the black guys you do approve of. Fuck me, man. And I tell you what, man, I go, I got, I, I, it's bad enough with the condition of the fucking world, the way it is now with everything falling apart and no hope, no hope. And I've talked about that in here. And this is the thing. I don't want to come to you every week with a fucking show filled with no hope. And, and, but also, what am I supposed to do? Talk about uh, Tom and Jerry? I mean, uh, cartoons or, I mean, I'm sure there's stories from my childhood I could unearth and, and, and. And I could, I could walk in the door and put on a sweater and sneakers and we can go visit King fucking Friday, have the trolley go by, have Speedy Muck fucking McFeely drop off some mail we can talk about, have Chef Brockett make his cupcakes, we'll all get a fucking nap as Lady Elaine Fairchild talks to fucking Prince Henrietta Cat, whatever the fuck. Meow, 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 black man shot, meow, 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 bad, meow. Oh, Henrietta, no, you can't say that. That's, that's controversial. I believe that the kingdom of make-believe should have martial law because I saw a black man outside the castle. No, King Friday, what the fuck is your problem, man? You're supposed to be cool to everybody. Meow, 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 King Friday, meow, 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 racist, meow, 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 dog whistling. Yes, yes, he was, Henrietta, but please don't bring this up. (laughs) Ah, fuck. I don't get it. And look, I don't get the incident itself. But, but the, the, the histrionics, I see people that, like I said, I'm tangentially connected to, be it through friends or people I knew when I was younger and are 30 years later transformed into someone who would defend a murder, are, are, 
are just such fucking red fucking flags. I, I don't know what to make of them. I don't know how to see them. And then I sit down here. And I'd, I'd look, I'd love to tell you a story about a movie I saw or when I went out to the fucking pool or I went to the gym. I'd love a story where I beat up a guy's car at a fucking intersection. Wouldn't it be great if I got to hide in somebody's fucking shower right now? What if I ran down a million 80s porn stars? Would you guys fucking dig that? Last week, I get the wrong Marsalis marching out of the rainforest with fucking Sting as he fucking... And then the murder hornets come. Look what the fuck happens. Sure enough, last week, I talk about the fucking rainforest being unleashed because fucking Bolsonaro burning the shit out of everything. I'm not joking. A day later, murder hornets in America. What the fuck, man? Murder Hornets. And, and this is the thing. Murder Hornets, because again, it's a catchy, look, it's a catchy fucking name. And I'll tell you this. This is another thing. Because the world is a fucking comedy green room, everybody's got their spin on it. Everybody's got their take. I'm going to share my favorite one. Because everybody's like, oh, because I mean, I when I did it, I tweeted a picture of, of Murder Hornets with the Xanti Misfits from Outer Limits. And uh, because nobody follows me on Twitter, not enough people, it didn't get anything. And then some else later, more popular, did it. And went, ha ha, you're a genius. And you're like, hey, hey great. I thought of that two days ago. Um, but, but you know, everybody's like, Murder Hornets, uh, that's a good punk band. Ah ha, that's a ska band. Bah, 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 whatever the fuck. All right. Here's the best one ever. You know, you know, Felicia Michaels is Felicia Michaels is a comedian I've seen naked. And, uh, and she looked pretty damn good at the time. I'm sure she looks good naked now, but this is 20 years ago when she posed in Playboy with Rhonda Shear. They did the girls of comedy or whatever the fuck. And Felicia's funny. She's very nice. And, uh, and Felicia had my favorite one, uh, because you know, everybody does that thing where, ah, it's a good ska band or, ah, it's a good minor league baseball team. Ha <laughs> ha murder hornets. And she just said, uh, murder hornets is a pretty good name for a pocket vibrator. And uh, I said, you know what? Murder Hornet is a perfect name for a pocket vibrator. I, I just really wrote, I was like, this is the best one I've seen of these. Because it is. It's, it, that's gorgeous. Murder Hornet's a pretty good name for a pocket vibrator. Yes. You know why? Because pocket kills that. A vibrator, vibrator, fine. Pocket, that's that's the home run. Uh, but Murder Hornets come in a, in a black cloud and, and block out the sun. And unfortunately, they don't kill us fast enough because then I have to read more stories and bullshit. Murder hornets. Insanity. UFOs. You see, you, I'm sure you saw this. UFOs are real. UFOs are fucking real. And, and I mean, this, this is a testimony to the times we live in. 20 years ago, if, if you declassified three videos of unidentified flying objects and actually admitted, yeah, we don't know what the fuck these are. These are unidentified flying objects. And, uh, and it turned out not only were they real UFOs with no explanation, uh, but again, like I said, this is t- we're, we're looking at 20 years ago. That's, so that's 2000. Um, <laughs> now, you know, let's go 40 years ago because that's going to help my joke. Uh, if you... If you 35 years ago. Let's go 35 years ago. If you... Sub- now, nah, you know what? Yeah, boy, you know, 2000 works for me. All right, let's do that. Uh, 20 years ago, if you, if, you un- if you declassified videos and you said, yeah, these are aliens. We're pretty sure these are aliens. People would be like, what the fuck? They would lose their minds. And then if you also went, oh, by the way, Mike Score from Flock of Seagulls is the one who found these aliens. <laughs> You'd be like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? But sure enough... It would be, it would be, you wouldn't stop talking about it. It would be the biggest story in the fucking world for a year, every day. People would be talking to Mike Score. He'd be back on the, he'd be back doing fucking uh, Iran. He'd tour under the, under the guise of looking for aliens. He'd have his own show. But now this year, what happens? Aliens are declassified. And it turns out Tom DeJong from Blink-182 found them. And it's news 
for a, maybe, and I, I think it was a new, not even a new cycle. It might have made it for five hours. It was a big deal. And then it got, it, then it got put aside by, I don't know, Trump built a gold cage and locked a fucking Mexican kid in it and then gave him the corona on purpose to see if they could find a vaccine in his hot Latin blood. I don't know, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm tired of every fucking story I see. But that's the thing. Every, every new outrage just succeeds in shoving the old outrage down until you've just got, it's not even an outrage Neapolitan anymore. It's, it's just an outrage. It's a stack of outrage pancakes and it goes to the fucking moon, which by the way, I don't know if you've heard Travis Barker has a house on courtesy of Tom DeJong. He went ahead and built a rocket ship and he and Travis went up there and built a studio. Soon Blink-182 will be releasing their comeback album recorded on the fucking moon courtesy of Tom, Travis and Elon fucking Musk who named his kid after a fucking algebra equation. The fuck is with that guy? Elon, again, what's with these geniuses who won't fucking stop being stupid? I don't get it. If you're a genius, be a genius. Lead. Could we have a genius who just leads, who's, who's normal? I understand. You know, you give genius a lot of rope. I've said this before in the past. And there's always those people that's like, you know, hey, man, there's a thin line between geniuses and, and insanity. I got news for you. That line is fucking blurred. Like, there's no more line anymore. Elon Musk rails the fuck out of some weird singer chick. She squeezes out a kid, and they name it after a fucking pre-algebra equation that I got wrong in 1980. Miss Tenuta gave me a fucking red X. And you know what's funny? Elon and, and fucking Grimes saw that red X, threw it in the name just because. They're like, all right, you know what? That makes that equation even hotter. Put the red X in there, Tenuta. Who then became Jane Ellingsworth because she married the school cop. How fucking... And I went to lunch with that chick. Get this. I don't know if I even told you this. I took a teacher to lunch and it was like vibes, like flirty vibes. Like I thought, you know, and again, at the time, I'm a virgin, so I don't know a fucking thing, but I still was, you know, I Randy. I mean, I'm still banging my cock and everything I could fucking move just because. Um, but yeah, I took my old fucking teacher to lunch and I was in my brain. I was like, all right, let's fucking see where this goes. Like I, like I was going to do anything. I don't know. And she was kind of, you know, batty eye flirty, but I don't know if it was like really a fucking thing. Like she might've just been amused that I even thought that that was a possibility. But then she decided to play it out. I don't fucking know. Uh, but she gave me the, you know, she, I, she was my pre-algebra teacher in 1980. And then, like I said, she marries the school cop, fucking Mr. Officer Ellingsworth. What a fucking stroke that guy was. Um, that was the dude who happened upon the fucking scene when uh, uh, we, we were out egging houses one time. We got pulled over by Ellingsworth. It was fucking crazy. That was the night I got a fist fight with Lenny in the back of a fucking Suburban. That was fucking awful. I fucking wheeled on him, just threw an egg right in his fucking face. And we just wound up going at it. <laughs> God damn it. All right. I don't fucking know, man. I don't, I don't. Aliens discovered by, by fucking weird band singer should have been a bigger story. It should have been something that blanketed the news fucking forever. Was it? No. Did it? No. It was news. Cause here's the thing. It was news for, like I said, like five hours. Everybody squeezed off their fucking pop gun of jokes and had a, had, had all the snark they could possibly stomach. And then the next thing you know, Stephen Miller drew a swastika in Trump's stew and Trump took a photo of it and tweeted it. I mean, I, I don't fucking know every other bullshit fucking thing that I get to hear from everybody. They're like, oh, did you hear? Oh, my God. No, it's yet again. Uh, Mike Pence is carrying empty boxes for a photo op. Yeah, you know, it's called photo ops. They do it all the fucking time. That's that, I, as I've said before, and this is the reason I said today, I didn't know if I could get into this. I didn't know if you wanted me to open up this can of fucking worms because this is all I have right now to bring to the fucking microphone is outrage. Outrage at 
And I'm doubly, triply, quadruply outraged. That's the problem because something happens and it's outrageous and you're fucking mad. You're angry. You don't know what to do. You feel, like I said, impotent. You look around. You're like, I gotta, I gotta hit something or work this out or figure out a way to fucking get this out of my fucking brain or squish it down again more in my stack of outraged pancakes. So I have room for more to come because you know, more is always coming. It is all you can eat fucking outrage all the goddamn time in this fucking world. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. It's, it's the, it's the outrage country buffet and that's it. That's it. You're just going to get heaping fucking helpings. Boom, boom, boom. At least when you go to like fucking all you can eat Chinese buffet, you got to finish your plate before you go back up Panette style. And they don't give you the, you go now. You just, at old country buffet, you can pile a whole fucking plate with a bunch of stuff and you can eat three crumbs, dump that shit out and file a pile another plate up. I've done it. I did that shit, man. Because again, it's all about like, uh, you know, maybe I'll try this. And again, it's all country buffet. What the fuck are you going to like and don't like? That's the whole deal. It's a coin flip. And are you ever going to go up in moderation? No, you paid You're like, hey, man, I paid 11 bucks. <laughs> I'm going to spoon as many fucking uh, what you call potatoes onto this plate. And if I don't like them, I'll dump them right into the fucking trash. Hey, I got news for you. You're lucky I don't throw them on the fucking floor, Gladys. How about that? Get a dustpan and a potato broom and sweep this shit up because it's worth being on the carpet a lot more than it's worth being in my fucking guts. You're the king of the world at a buffet. You make all the rules. You can go up literally. If there's a guy in front of you, he takes all the fried chicken, 80 pieces. You're like, what the fuck? You're going to eat all 80 pieces of fried chicken? Maybe. Maybe I won't. Maybe you should get in line a little fucking faster next time. And then he fucking hobbles off with a suitcase full of chicken. And you're like, you fucking dick. But you know what? You got to respect that hustle. He's right. I got to get back in line a lot quicker next time. The second I see the fucking chicken person out of the corner of my goddamn eye, I better sprint to the fucking buffet and just mosh the shit out of somebody. It better be a Who concert on the way to the fucking chicken disposal because I'm going to fucking scoop it all up before Suitcase Man grabs the rest of my bird. Fuck you, man. And also, that's the thing. Suitcase guy can have a fucking suitcase full of 80 pieces of fucking chicken. He's eating two of them. They bring more chicken out and he gets up and just strides confidently to the fucking booth. You're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You've got all that chicken over there in the booth. Yeah, that's old chicken. I want new chicken, man. I'm not going to be happy until I'm covered in a fucking batter grave. That's what I want, baby. You better scoop me into a batter grave and cover me the fuck up. I want to be covered in legs, thighs, fucking drums, and wings, and I want to try to eat my way out of this fucking batter grave. What the fuck? But I will, I'm serious, man. I will hoove the fuck out of everybody and just stampede right up there to get my fucking chicken. Got to keep your eye head on a swivel at a buffet. Keep the corner eye looking. Give him the side eye. Give a side eye to the chicken pit. Make sure Gladys doesn't fuck you over with her fucking potato broom. God damn it. I don't know, man. I don't fucking so then like I said the outrage is you get these fucking bad things that happen right you get a you get a terrible fucking story unarmed man murdered in the street by jug band that's fucking terrible right but then worse than that is the fucking response and the replies and I'm gonna say this man again I as much as I hate the assholes doing cartwheels to go well you don't know he may have called them a cracker or something <gasps> Oh, really? A cracker? Well, then by all means, fucking get the gat, you fucking sensitive cocksucking snowflake dick. Oh, not a cracker. He called me, Duh, did you hear that, Charlie Dick, 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 them Duke boys? And you grab your fucking pea shooter, and not even your hand cannon, whatever the fuck you got, and you get the gat and you load it the fuck up, and then you head out and you blast the guy in the fucking face because he disrespected you or whatever the fuck. And I don't... 
And I don't give a fuck if it's disrespect over somebody stepped on my sneakers or somebody yelled at me or called me a name. Someone was mean. I don't, oh, someone wants me to wear a mask. That's another fucking thing now. What the fuck? Wear your mask. Jesus, fuck it. It doesn't make you a pussy if you wear your fucking mask, unless you're fucking Trump, who thinks that he's not going to wear a mask because it'll just, well, I don't, I don't want anybody to see me looking weak. You know, he says that. It's two different reasons. Everybody's like, well, uh, how come the president doesn't wear a mask? Why doesn't the president wear a fucking mask? Are you shocked? Are you genuinely surprised he's not wearing a fucking mask? You really don't know why he's not wearing a fucking mask? I got two reasons for you. One, all these fucking ridiculous goddamn catfish noodlers who use their fists to pull fucking any sort of seafood out of the goddamn murky swamps of the South will look at him and go, oh, I can't believe he's letting them liberals make him wear a goddamn mask. I'm, I'm, I supported that mask. And they're all fucking mad. And then they get the gat and they shoot some unarmed guy on a bike going by because he went in their mailbox, not realizing that he was the mailman dropping off, not taking fucking mail. Boy, did you see that boy? He he went in my mailbox and he took a letter. Uh, yeah, dear, I, I had to mail out that letter. That's why the flag was up on on the mailbox. That's a mailman. You remember? You know? You know Jacob? You know he comes by every day. He takes the mail out when we gotta send mail. Oh, I can't believe it! Maybe you stopped shooting him. You got him the first three times. I don't know, but. Well, even worse, we got to mail that car payment. So can you go pry it out of his gold dead hand? Uh, you, you can have my car payment when you pry it out of Jacob's cold dead hand after you gun him down in the street for taking what's rightfully yours out of the mailbox because he saw the flag. <laughs> fucking idiots. Everybody is a fucking idiot. And I hate to be that guy. I don't want to be that fucking guy. But that's why Trump doesn't wear a fucking mask. Again, two reasons. The first one, he can't signal to every fucking Jethro that he's a pussy. My, my president, no, he don't cover up his mouth. We got to see his mouth when he's telling the truth and putting them lips in the fucking snowflake. Shut up, fuckhead. That's one of the reasons why he doesn't do it. He won't wear the mask because it would signal to his fucking ridiculous tying a black dude to the back of their trucks and driving on the back roads fucking base that 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 he's a pussy or he's weak my president ain't scared no germs my president he tell them germs he tell you make America great again that G stands for great not germs look at my head fuck off man so that's one of the reasons why he doesn't wear the fucking mask because he doesn't want these people to think he thinks that he's a pussy or whatever the fuck. Even though he is the biggest fucking pussy in the world. That mincing fucking, that, that, the way, it just, he's just, he's just a fucking pinky ring. I hate that fucking guy. Do you hate him? I hate him. I wish I, I wish I didn't even have to fucking care. I've said this how many fucking times? I don't, I don't want to give a fuck about the president. I don't want to give a fuck about the country. I want people to live their life. I, I don't want to say the pledge. I don't. I, the flag, fantastic. People to go and die for it. Good. For, I'm sorry if that's what you've done or you've been chosen. Veterans, I thank you for your service. Anybody who's been involved in suck, fucking military or, or cops, any of that bullshit, good for you, man. Good for you. You chose that. I hope you got out of it exactly what you needed to get out of it. You kept your family alive. You, you protected people, and we thank you. You're a first responder, and that's great. But for me, 
I don't want to give a shit about this country or the people in it at this fucking point. I don't, I don't want to salute or say, I don't want to go to a baseball game and have to hear God bless America in the seventh fucking inning. Cause I got news for you. There's two things in that song. I don't believe in the title of that song. There's two things I don't believe in truthfully. That's bullshit. I believe in America, but I believe in an America that just, I, well, fuck that. I don't know if I even do. Like I said, we're, we're global citizens now. Be a citizen of the world. You can be kind to people in Iran just like you can be kind to people in Idaho. I mean, who the fuck cares? Insane. Insane. My president doesn't wear a mask! Yeah, I know. Exactly. But that's the thing. He, that's one of the reasons he doesn't wear it because he's like, oh, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna think I'm a pussy. I can't have, I can't, I can't, I can't have my base thinking that I'm a pussy. And we've got many people with many words and big, strong words. And a lot of them are words that like pussy. And, and uh, you know, you grab them by it, but you can't look like one. Not at all. I don't know. My Trump is awful. But fuck, man. But that's what that's one. Of, that's the main reason he doesn't wear the mask, because the people who support him, the 40 percent that he's never losing will think he's a pussy. Uh, or they'll, they'll think that somehow Pelosi, she got to him with them liberal germs. Uh, and don't get me started on Pelosi. What a fucking horror show she is. What a fucking tragedy. Uh, how about, do me a favor, how about you stand limp in the fucking wind while the co- whole country burns to the fucking ground? Why don't, why don't you rip up a speech and put on some sunglasses and then fucking coast on that for the next 15 fucking years? Get fucking bombed. You and fucking Schumer. What a bunch of fucking clowns. Just watching this all get fucking played. It's just, it's just... And that's and that's why I didn't want to do this show. Do you have any hope left? No, you don't. I don't. And, and I'm not one of these guys who's just like, well, I hope the virus claims us and this planet goes back to the animals. No, no, I don't want that either, man. You know what? I, I'd like. You know what? I'd like the virus to go away, and for fucking awesome baseball to come back, and then I could go to the zoo or the theater or whatever the fuck. That's, that's another one of my favorite things. What did the zoo become this fucking destination spot for everybody? All these assholes were like, you're going to ruin the economy if you keep nail salons and zoos closed any longer. Why are those the two one specific ones? I don't get it. i tell you what, these liberals got me locked in my house. I wanted to get my beard worked on and go watch a wombat fuck. Why are you doing this to me? Open the country. God damn it, I gotta go out and get my sideburns high and tight and then step up and watch an ocelot get fed lettuce. Open the country! Why is the zoo the, like a touch point? I've seen it ten, like ten times this week. You know, the fact they're gonna close down zoos and theaters and, and salons and bowling alleys. You fucking jugheads. Bowling alleys and zoos. Who the fuck are you saving? <laughs> I got news for you. No offense. Every bowling alley guy out there is just like, hey, uh, the bowling alley was a germ pit before this fucking thing happened. You open the fucking thing. I'm not showing up the bowl. It's not happening. It's just not. I'm not going to sh- I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to throw strikes. I'm not going to eat fried food. Wait a minute. So let me tell you. Let me get this straight. You're upset. I'm going to and I'm going to try to piece this together. You're really upset that we have somehow closed down a business that lets people share shoes. Is that correct? Is that what I'm getting from you now? Your, your hill you're going to fucking plant your flag in is please 
reopen the shoe germ factory so I can get foot Rona. Is that what you want? Is that what you're looking for? Is Are you looking to get COVID toe? Is that what you're trying to have? COVID toe and the foot Rona? Which, by the way, again, take that and run with it. I'm not going to do the joke because I'm tired of the construct. But COVID and the foot Rona, <laughs> not bad. So you want to open up the laboratory that for years has been our version of a Nazi death camp experimental laboratory? And uh, Dr. Joseph Mengele made people keep switching the shoes on to see what would happen. Because you did, look, don't, don't you dare think for just a second that the guys who run the bowling alleys aren't also letting scientists come in at night and scrape the gunk out of those fucking shoes and this mixture of weird DNA and they're making fucking bowling clones. Bolones, that's what they're calling them, bones. The bones, clones, WL or whatever the fuck. That's what they're doing. That's who's, That's the secret army we've built. They, they let scientists come in in the middle of the fucking night after you dumb fucks go in and share shoes all day long. Hey, I'll wear yours and you wear mine. Oh, don't worry. It's protected by a barrier of this. Right there. Now we're safe. I'll never catch any diseases from you. Give me your shoes. There you go. Look at that. Everything's solved. We fixed it. That's exactly how you fix shoes. Watch. Again, I've cured more diseases. I'm sharing shoes with the general public. And that's the thing you want to open. That's my favorite part. Zoos and salons and fucking bowling alley salons. Which is this fucking, you sit down and there's this fuck, you put your feet essentially in a, in a, in a, a bouillabaisse made of everybody else's foot skin. That's what it is. I don't give a fuck how clean it is. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Hey, look, and those people were ahead of the fucking curve. I get pedicures, man. Those women wear gloves and masks and always fucking have. You know why? Because they knew we were fuckheads and weren't fucking... Because they're, even they're like, yeah, I wouldn't put my feet in this fucking thing. The very fact that I have to touch your feet is horrifying, but the fact that you put your feet in here after four other people just put their feet in here and you made a goddamn weird foot soup? Holy fuck. And yes, we did our best. Hold on. Let me drain the foot bath. You, oh, what, ma'am, we'll be with you in just a second. Let me drain this. Okay, terrific. Okay, hold on. Okay, have a seat and put your feet in here. <laughs> what the fuck is this magic spray that somehow is like a germ barrier against everybody getting foot rona? I got foot aids because I went to a fucking foot bath and they didn't spray the spray. Where's that magical spray? Maybe that's the shit Trump was talking about, the shooting our fucking lungs so we don't die. You put the light into the lungs and then there's a disinfectant you can shoot right into the blood or whatever the fuck. That's another thing everybody does fucking cartwheels to explain. Well, if the liberals would have just listened to him, they would have understood the president was being facetious when he was talking about the light. No, he was not. He wasn't. I'd have more respect if you just went, hey, you know what? Um, he's the president and fuck you. And he's dumb. He said dumb shit. He always says dumb shit. Cause that's, that's the thing I was, I fucking was going to say a second ago. Everybody does the dumb thing where they get mad at everything he says. Why? Why? Why are you ever mad at anything he fucking says? He's a fucking clown. That's who he is. He is a fucking nightmare human being. He is an empty fucking shell. He is, he is a Manchurian candidate that the Manchurians went, nah, we're not going to activate this fuckhead. He's terrible. We wasted all of our time and our investments on this fucking dude. What the fuck, man? I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I don't know why you would even be outraged by anything that this fucking guy said. It makes no fucking sense. Fucking yard work. I'm so mad. You know what? I'm going to fuck. I can't. I'm rolling, right? This guy's right at the window now. You hear him? Get bombed. Yeah, that's right. Take a fucking walk. Hey, can I wear your shoes? <laughs> Do me a favor. You got, you got a hat keeping you safe from the sun? I'm sure you're safe right now. You're essential. I mean, I'm sure you're very safe. You must be completely healthy. You're essential. That's why they make you come here and cut my fucking hedges every goddamn Friday. Because I'll tell you what, in the middle of the heat death of the planet, we need to make sure our topiary looks fucking good. 
Seriously, pop in here. Can I wear your shoes? That'd be cool. What the fuck? And that's the thing is people get outraged over the things that he says and does. And it's like, and that's, that to me is even, I'm, I'm more mad at them. I'm more mad at them than I am at him. He's a fucking, he's a disaster. And you know, he's a disaster. So, so why that construct of, oh, I get it. Well, I guess the president uh, doesn't take it very seriously that people are dying. Oh, really? When were you fucking tipped off to that? Jesus fucking Christ. This, this dude is famous for banging chicks who sort of looked like fucking uh, uh, Bianca Jagger and then importing fucking blonde ice maidens to marry occasionally. And then he was on Howard Stern doing interviews and then he goes and he fires fucking Toby Keith from a show. That, that's what this guy was. And now he's the president. What, did you expect him to be presidential all of a fucking sudden? No. It's the same people get like when they get mad at Ted Nugent because he says dumb shit. And I'm just like, hey, Ted Nugent's a fucking clown. Why would you let him stir you up in any way? Kid Rock's a fucking joke. Everybody's like, oh, Kid Rock. And the same thing. And it works on the other side of the fucking aisle, too. All those, anybody who steps up and goes, well, here's the thing. Like Mark Ruffalo gets involved. It's like, hey, Mark, I might be on your side, but fucking throttle it down. You're the Hulk in movies. And I'm not saying people shouldn't make their fucking opinions known because God knows that's all I've done this fucking show. But what I, I don't mind, again, the opinions are fine. It's, it's all the people reacting to it and shouting and getting mad and canceling. And that's the thing, too. Like, ah, I can't go. And, and, and it's everybody. It's, they, they don't even fuck around. They go back to the They go 15 years. They canceled people that they shouldn't fucking can. Did you hear? The Kool-Aid man has been canceled. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what did he do? Never mind. I don't want to fucking know. I really don't want I don't give a fuck what the Kool-Aid guy did for you to cancel him. I'm sure it's not worth it. I'm still going to have some ecto cooler or whatever the fuck. Is that a high C? I don't even fucking know. Oh, wait, high C's been canceled? Fuck, what a drag. God damn it. But that's what drives me crazy is the people, the reactionary, you know, they and all day, there are people I know, people on Facebook, whatever the fuck, and all they do is post shit. I know, like I said, I've lost comedians and friends to, that's all they fucking post. That's all they do. That's all they write. And you're just like, why are you doing this? Why are you torturing yourself? Don't fucking pay attention to this fucking clown. Don't pay attention to any of it. It doesn't matter, you fucking goddamn jet engine motherfucker. You coming here and trying to clean up my goddamn yard? Nobody gives a fuck about my yard. Didn't you hear that the world is ending? The aliens have arrived. Didn't you hear that the aliens have arrived? I heard it from fucking Jim Care from Simple Minds. He told me the aliens were here. You didn't know that? Oh, no. Corey from Slipknot mentioned it to me. He's been tracking them for years. And you're still going to go ahead and trim my hedges? All right, that's fine, man. If you want to go ahead and take care of that palm tree, that's fantastic. By the way, did you know that every year the climate change is happening and it's going up two degrees? You do? You knew that? Of course you know that. Because you've taken it upon yourself to care more about climate change than anybody else in this fucking country because it's your fucking job. Meanwhile, guys I went to high school with will sit there and go, it's not getting any hotter than I thought it was going to be. Meanwhile, monkeys are getting their brains roasted in their skulls in certain fucking forests because it's 175 fucking degrees because we destroyed the ice shelf and gas has escaped into the fucking air and created the Rona. And look what the fuck happened next. But I got news for you. You got a problem with the Rona? Step right up. There you go. I took right care of it. Sprayed it right in your fucking face. It's like when Batman in the old 66 TV series would try to put somebody to sleep. He had a can of bat sleep. And they'd fucking nod off and then he'd wake him up. Oh, we got bat wake? We got some bat wake. Let's invent that shit. Fuck putting a dome over the goddamn country. Let's invent some fucking sunscreen that we can actually spray into the air to protect the rest of us. 
fucking sprays are the key to saving everybody's fucking lives. Unreal. I don't fucking get it. Like I said, the people who get outraged over that. And that's the thing is, I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be outraged by any of this shit. And that's what, that's what I hold myself to this fucking weird standard where I'm just angry at myself because I'm like, why do you fucking care, dude? Why do you watch it? Why do you read it? What the fuck is your problem? Because it's the only game in fucking town, man. Politics became sports. It's stupid. It's fucking wrong and dumb. Nobody should fucking care. When did this happen? When Clinton played the sax on the fucking, on, on the fucking uh, Arsenio show? Is that when it became a pop culture fucking thing? All of a sudden they were like, hey, who's the president you wanted to have a beer with? I got news for you. Is it, was it this debate, Kennedy and Nixon, with the fucking unshaved and the sweaty and the bullshit? I don't fucking know. Was there anybody out there who was like, man, I'd love to have a beer with LBJ? No, nobody fucking thought that. LBJ was parading around with his giant fucking dick and waiting for Kennedy to die so he could take the fucking job. Then he gets in fucking office and whatever the fuck him and he's dictating letters from the toilet, whatever the fuck I've read that he's doing all that. Cause I, and that's the shit I should know about a president. Honestly, I don't want to know a fucking thing about you in the Maginot line. I want to know about you taking a shit and yelling out letters to somebody in your fucking office or swinging your dick around at fucking Kremlin people and going, yeah, bang this on your podium. Khrushchev, you fuck. Tell me LBJ didn't say that at any point. You know, he did. Khrushchev had to whip out the shoe and LBJ's like, oh yeah. And he hung fucking 13 out of his goddamn button down slacks. And he said, you know what? Bang this on your podium. Fucking Boris, you and your borscht eaters can get the fuck out of my country. And then they activated Oswald and he killed Kennedy. I might be transposing dates. I'm not a history major. All right. I'm not a history major. Get off my fucking ass. Unreal, man. I don't fucking get it. They can't. Oh, did you hear? We had to cancel the fucking Mama Celeste. Oh, did you? I wasn't aware of that. That's terrible. What does she do? She makes pizza. Well, you didn't hear what she said? No, I didn't. You know why? Because I don't ever want to know what Mama Celeste said. Unless it was, hey, want the more pizza? That's fine. But don't tell me you're canceling her for some bullshit that somebody else did. I don't need to know Mama Celeste's opinion on eugenics. The fuck away from me with that. Why does everybody step into that fucking, everybody puts on their fucking graduation hat, gets out a Sherlock Holmes pipe and glasses on the end of the nose. Uh, well, if you ask me, when I put it the pepperoni under the frozen pizza, I don't think the blacks can truly appreciate it because they don't have the intellectual capacity. Hey, hey, whoa, Mama Celeste, dial down the fucking racism. I just wanted to like your fucking pizza. I don't need to know what you think about fucking race relations, but everybody steps up and then everybody gets this fucking weird credit. How the fuck is Steakums like a hero to people? And I know some of you people in real life, you might not know what I'm talking about. A lot of this is online garbage, all right? And I apologize for that. But that's where I live. I live in Twitter. I live in, I'm just fucking floating around, reading everybody's garbage, dodging everybody's trash, trying to keep up. And I like some of it and some of it, because there's like, there's some stuff on Twitter. There's a fucking thing called UniWatch. And they look at old uniforms and I get to go look at the old powder blues and there's rankings. And especially now with nothing going on, they do all this stuff where they're like, hey, what if we made a team of all time Phillies and they played against a team of all time Cardinals? And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That shit's great. However, then you get in there and Stakeham is giving out some sort of fucking moral guidance and people are looking to him for answers. And I'm not joking. You think I'm like, who you're going? Because I know you're thinking you're like, who is Stakeham? Like, is that a guy? Professor Stakeham? No. It's the fucking steak, meat substitute, cheesesteak bullshit that you freeze. That's literally just, it might not even be fucking beef. I don't even, because again, that's why they call it steak, um, trademark beef flavored, interesting strips. You know what I mean? It's like, 
They try to couch it in some fun language. Ha ha ha! Here's a pile of what could be beef. Fry it up for a delicious sandwich. Well, but what is it really? It's a sandwich. Well, no, no, before I made it a sandwich, it was delicious. Well, no, I made it delicious. You said so, and I put it on the sandwich, and now the sandwich is delicious. But before I cook this fucking stuff, what is it? It's steakum! Yes, I get that. Trademark! Oh, I wouldn't possibly forget the trademark, because obviously you need that in there to protect yourself from any lawsuit that goes forward. From Eddie who says, hey, you said this was steak, and you go, no, we didn't say it was steak. We said it was steakum! How many M's in steakum? You know what? As many as you want. Really? Well, I need to know where to put the trademark symbol. You know what? Just assume that it's there and, t- and just run with those fucking M's. Just run and jump off a fucking cliff because you've already had a four-minute conversation with a beef product. So get the fuck out of here, man. But on Twitter, Stakem is like this sage who's got all these fucking interesting things to say and people retweet it and they're like, ah, well said, Stakem. Well said, Stakem. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's some kid named Travis who got hired by Steakum, and he's playing the role of being a fucking beefy steak product with insight, and you're like, yay, awesome, and you're retweeting it and buying into it, giving them, not realizing every fucking time you retweet them or engage with them, you're giving people awareness of their fucking product like I just did for the past fucking five minutes or whatever the fuck. Do me a favor, you outside, plunge that fucking thing right into my throat. Do me a favor, weed whack the fuck out of my carotid artery because I just did a fucking four-minute commercial for Steakum under the guise of making fun of them when in reality, I did exactly what they wanted. I said their name over and over and over so now it's emblazoned on America's fucking medulla oblongata and they'll never fucking forget it. Even if they went, hey, what about Mike's funny Steakum fucking chunk? It'll be like, yeah, but it was still a chunk about Steakum and all you remember is Steakum. What if you were like, e, what about that fucking hilarious Steakum chunk? And you're like, everybody's like, yeah, that's great. That was so funny. Who said it again? I don't know. Steakum, 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 infinite M's, infinite M's, infinite M's. <laughs> trademark, 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 Steakum. And Steakum gives you some bullshit about like you know christ's crucifixion wasn't in vain as long as we can all look deeply inside ourselves and celebrate the fact that we're all humans and we should relate to one another on a human level everybody's like oh well said stake fuck you well said stake get fucked that was you know what because i'll tell you what it was not well at all it was not said it was typed and it wasn't stake it was fucking trap is it stake fucking headquarters trademark god damn it Unreal. Unfucking real. So like I said, I get fucking pissed off just that they're canceling whoever the fuck. I don't need to know any of these fucking people's opinions about goddamn anything, but yet they arrive constantly. Fucking, it's just, it's like the fucking, some mascot is just driving around with a fucking opinion gun, launching opinions into the stands. But instead of it just being one lucky fan who catches that opinion, everybody in the fucking stadium just gets Gatling gunned with fucking opinions from a furry green motherfucker who's just spraying them out of a moving fucking SUV. And you just got to get opinions right in the fucking face and there's nothing you can do about it. They come leaping out at you. You try, you want to, look, I just want to go to Facebook. Maybe, maybe Mex put up an awesome song. Maybe something else is going on cool. And I, not even joking, this is fucking, my buddy Eric just put up, he's like, those two men, and they're where their names are, the fucking, the, the hat, the, the Hatfield boys, the McCoys, whatever the fuck, the mustache clowns, the fat fucks who shot that guy, where he's like, uh, for our excuse, we'll just say hillbillies, hillbillies arrested in the murder of Aluhal Ambre, or whatever the fuck his name is, and I'm like, oh, with an exclamation point. Like, he was like, extra, extra, read all about it. Uh, it's me, your friend who was a quarterback in high school, bringing you the news. I mean, well, uh, shut it down, man. You don't have to do that. 
And inevitably, and then I look, and it's funny with his pro any any of those posts, it'll say like 125 comments, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, don't click on that, and then I fucking click on it, and then I have to read that my friend, a guy who I is one of my you know great friends in my crew, his little brother thinks that maybe we should wait for the real story to come out and not go ahead and indict these white guys too quickly, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? I know you, I knew you. You're embarrassing yourself and everybody else. So Trump won't wear the fucking mask because he doesn't want to look like a pussy. That's there's no doubt about that. I can't believe my president put a shit out of space. It wasn't a full hunt. So in addition to not wanting to look like a pussy, here's the and this is my favorite part because this ties directly into number one, and it's my favorite thing in the fucking world, and you know it's true, and argue with me all you girl, you girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Facts for you. They're coming. The number one thing is he doesn't want to look like a pussy, which is true. The number two reason he doesn't wear the mask, and this is this is my this is I there's no doubt you know this. You know this. You know it in your heart. <laughs> the reason the president of the United States doesn't want to wear a mask in the middle of a global pandemic is because he knows his makeup will smudge all over it. That's it. That's, that might be number one. And it ties directly into the pussy thing. Cause I'll tell you what, if you thought just him wearing a mask made him look like a pussy, how do you think his base would feel if he threw on the mask and then it got covered in fucking Clairol bronzer? How do you think that would look? Would that look good for you? You fat motherfucking gold-plated toilet spray tan cocksucker. Is that going to endear you to your base who are out there tearing open antelopes with their bare hands after shooting them from afar and riding around with their corpses on the hood of their cars and going, my America, my president, make it great. How about make up America great again? That's, that's what the M stands for. Make up America great again because you are covered in, in just the most hideous, inch-thick, fucking ridiculous brown concealer, bronzer. I don't know the fucking language. I've just picked it up here and there from women I've been with, and I know you're wearing all of it, you fucking ridiculous idiot. You know what? We always talk about that. He's like, hey, I don't have a salary, man. I, I donate my salary every year. Uh, $400,000 is what the president would normally make, but I donate it to everybody. But And everybody's like, oh, well, you spend that much playing golf, you fucking fat fuck. I got news for you, man. I got fucking news for all of you. The bill to pay for all of Trump's golfing trips, secret service, gas on the jet, the fucking rounds, I'm sure the no doubt way too low tip he gives whatever fucking caddy who helps him the fuck out. The tab for all of that combined pales in comparison to the linen bill they have at the fucking White House because they have to buy new sheets and pillowcases every fucking night because you've got to throw away the fucking bullshit that he sweat makeup in over fucking night every goddamn fucking evening. That fat fuck strips down and lays down in the Lincoln bedroom, wherever the fuck his fat ass feels like taking a fucking seat so he can tweet into the fucking night. And every time he stands up, 
He's he that whole fucking White House. And this is you know what? This is symbolic and it works everywhere. He sits everywhere. He leans everywhere. He lays in the White House. When he gets up, he leaves a brown streak, whether it's from the concealer on his hands or the concealer on his neck or the concealer on his face. Every time he gets up any any fucking couch cushion, any fucking sheet or pillowcase, any fucking chair at all that he sits in looks like a pair of fucking shitty underpants. That dude is leaving skid marks all over the White House and all over this fucking country. And it's going to take forever to fucking wash them out. You guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt comedy.com. You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can uh, follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can find me at Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok at uh, Mike four zero Y O B. That's my name on all of those places. Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. Now I'll tell you this. I've never been to TikTok, just like I've never been to Spain, but I do kind of like the music. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, uh, but I eventually someday I will open the TikTok app. Sure. Sure. I will. But I will tell you this Instagram and Snapchat and I'm on, I'm on Instagram all the time. You can add me on Snapchat too, but I'm on Instagram a bunch. Uh, add me on Mike four zero Y O B. Follow me on there. That'd be great. Send me a note. I'd love to hear it. I'll answer you right away. Then eh, right away. Seems strong doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence, but why not? Uh, you know, what's really funny. I, 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 I think I had a point, like, I think I had other stuff to talk about, but I mean, I could, I just got to figure an hour of me screaming at you is more than enough at this point. Like, no, I'm mad. Now I'm like, that just seemed like an arbitrary end point, but was there something else I forgot to cover? I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. Uh, Ryan Dirks is our cool web guy, facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Find him on there. He's great. And of course, David Hernandez does all the music and the, and the artwork for this show. Uh, he's our guy. You can find him at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez doing great work all the time while you're there and becoming his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, go into his photos and look at all the photos he's drawn. Look at all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and look at the artwork he's done, not photos he's drawn. Uh, the, he's got, a, uh, uh, all the artwork he's done for my page. Uh, he does all the artwork for the Westside 86 Jokers page, which is our, uh, fan club page. You can go ahead and join that. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, and you'll see that he does work for that and you can get a good feel of the artwork that he does. And also he has a closed group of his own called, this is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. He wants you to join that be part of his uh, cult that he's got rolling. Why wouldn't you do that? I, I question your, your judgment if you wouldn't, uh, <laughs> but go ahead and sign up. Uh, he'll, if you try to join, he's going to send you a note with some questions. You got to answer those questions and answer them properly or else you won't get in the group. Uh, and then you'll be in the group and then you'll see that he's got all sorts of people on there. He's got a fucking, like I said, a talking bean. He's got a, he's got a Tom Jones is lurking around there. He's got a hot girl who put her panties on Tom Jones's face. He's got a fucking talking refrigerator with a goddamn patch of hair on it. Like Archie from Riverdale, whatever the fuck, go check it out. You don't need me to break it down for you. You need to join the group. This is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. You can only join after becoming his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. And I'll tell you what, when you're there, you're going to see all these characters he's created, all the artwork that he can do, the watercolors, the oils. And when you go to his uh, Facebook, you'll see, like I said, you'll see the artwork he's done for me, watercolors and oils and all the cool stuff he does. And I'm telling you right now, right now, you might not know this. He can do that for you, for you. It would be extremely painful for you. Uh, if you'd like him to do artwork for you, you can do that. You can hire the man. 
Go ahead and check out all the stuff he's got on Facebook. Check out the stuff at the Westside 86 Jokers page. And uh, and you can hire him. He can work in any milieu you would want. Got to contact him, though, and quote prices and figure out how long, turnaround time, whatever the fuck. It's a business. Guy's a businessman. You can't just fucking tell him to do shit and say chop, chop, and snap your fucking fingers. You got to step up and say, hey, man, what's the deal? And he'll be like, well, here's the deal. And then you guys will work it out. That's how commerce works. I don't know if you know this. You go to hire somebody. You tell them what you need. They tell you how much it costs. You immediately say yes because you know he's really fucking good at what he does. And then he does it. And then you pay him. Goods and services are exchanged for cash on the barrel. So why wouldn't you do that? Who am I to teach you about international commerce? Why? I, I don't know a fucking thing about it. I just I was just yelling about the guys from fucking Flock of Seagulls five seconds ago. What the fuck? I literally yelled at you through a guy with a fucking mon, mon, lawn, mon, I say mon lower. A lawn. I, you know what? I changed the game. Called it a mon lower. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> all right. So hired David. You want to do that? And I'll tell you what. You see the cool stuff on Facebook. You see the cool stuff in his group. But there's even better stuff at his website. That's right. You can go to his website, artbydmh.com, and check out all the corporate stuff he's done in the past. Uh, all sorts of different versions. Again, if you want to get a, a an idea of the spectrum of art he can create for you, you can do that by visiting Facebook, seeing all the stuff that he's posted. But also, you need to include the website so you have a really good idea of what he's done and what he can do. And, uh, and then you can come to him armed with exactly what you need, and he can make it happen for you because he's the fucking best. So go to his website, artbydmh.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot com.
just seeing that that poor people are being killed in this country at a record fucking rate. I, I guess any rate would be a record rate for poor people to just be dying 3,000 at a fucking clip and people just saying, yeah, no, we, we got to go ahead and open everything up because, I mean, what the fuck? It's just the poor people. It's just, it's just embarrassing. And again, it's shit I don't want to fucking think about. It's shit I shouldn't have to care about. I should just be able to go out and breathe free air. And live the life of a guy who likes to go to the golf course and bowling. <laughs> One of those fucking dudes, right? Jesus, fuck a moly. You know, because black, whites, everybody, you know, fucking Hispanic, Asian, whatever. I just had to fill out the census, you know what I mean? And seeing all the categories there, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know why you need to know why there's that, that why there's white people in Pacific Islanders. There's, there's people. There's just people here. Find out how many people are here and figure out how many we got to help. Guess what? I get news for you. That number is going to correlate. If we got 300 million people in this fucking country, 300 million people need fucking help. Or I apologize. 299,999,990 people need help. And then you got Bezos, Zuckerberg, and and the other eight fucking dudes who honestly could help the other 299,999,992 people. Poor and rich is, is the great divide, not white and black. And people should wake the fuck up to that. Yeah. And I, 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 whatever, who the fuck am I? I I know, I know, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm podcast Wilson. And it's, it's ridiculous to come in here rattling my verbal saber to anybody and go, you should listen to me. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Don't fucking listen to me. I'm just fucking mad and sick of it. Aren't you sick of it? 
Like I said, you just you can get into Howard Beale bullshit with a fucking raincoat and open the window and start screaming, and then a bunch of other people start screaming with you, but then we all still close the window and watch TV. And also, at this point, we can't even open the window and shout out there anymore because who the fuck knows it's going to fly into our lungs that's floating around in the fucking atmosphere. It's embarrassing. Yesterday, fucking this whole, all this bullshit with Michael Flynn happens. And, and, and here's the thing. I don't give a fuck about Michael Flynn. I don't know anything about it. I, I, whatever the fuck he, he worked for Russia, maybe. And then the Ukraine, it's like, I don't know. I, I sort of know the facts, but here's the problem. I know the baseline of the facts. He's on Trump's side. So he's bad. You see what I mean? Like that's, that's the extent really of my knowledge of that situation. Cause I shouldn't have to give a fuck about international intrigue. I'm here trying to make fucking macaroni and cheese. I'm not the saint. Fuck am I Simon Templar? I'm Matt Bourne now. I got to know the integral, the integral fucking operations of fucking of Interpol and all those other jagoffs. I don't give a shit about people and spies. Michael Flynn and Roger Stone and back alley dealings in the Ukraine and Giuliani and uh, Jesus Christ. This all sounds like a Cinemax version of Michael Clayton crossed with fucking one of the Bourne movies. And it's, you know what? I'll call it the boring supremacy. How about that? The fucking boring supremacy, because I don't give a shit about these old men. Rudy Giuliani, who's just literally, he was a pile of tooth plaque that was struck by lightning and, and put on a suit. That's who, that's who Rudy Giuliani is. Look at that motherfucker. He is disgusting. He, he just looks like, you know what he looks like? He looks, this is not, I'm not going to say it. What if all of the zombies in The Walking Dead, they ate human flesh for years and then they went, you know what? Fuck human flesh. We want cheese. And then they started eating cheese for like a year. And then they all threw up in a pile and it was struck by lightning and it put on a suit. That's Rudy Giuliani. He's just the contents of a zombie belly of fucking just human flesh and cheese just mixed up into a fucking pile. And every single one of his teeth looks like it's trying to escape by going into a different direction. You jagged snaggletooth motherfucker who hit you in the mouth with a fucking aluminum baseball bat and somehow didn't knock them out. Somehow his teeth got, he's like a cartoon dude. You know, like you ever see when a fucking cartoon, some fucking dude is, you know, oh, wait, oh, Tom, the cat loves corn on the cob, but wait, Jerry, the mouse has replaced it with a police baton chomp oh, teeth crack. But then the next day he's got teeth again. That's who Giuliani is, except his teeth, teeth don't crack and fall the fuck out. They just fucking scatter his Giuliani's mouth looks like a high school party when the cops showed up at the door and everybody tried to fucking run, literally, but they all went a different fucking direction and they stayed in his fucking mouth. What a fucking mess that guy is. Remember, remember when we remember 18 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever the fuck, when everybody was like, that guy's America's fucking mayor and he's the guy he's in charge. And, um, now he's a, just, he's, whenever I see those pictures of him, head, like, all right, look, I'm nobody. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm simple and I'm easy. And I'm a guy who readily admits that. Like, I'm happy to sit at a fire pit. I'm happy to sit in my house. I'm happy to watch Netflix or surf the web. When I see those fuckheads in their suits, like in their suits at like nine at night, what the fuck are you doing in a suit? I don't even wear pants now all day. I talked about it last week, but these motherfuckers are wearing suits at nine at night and they're in a cigar bar with fat white guys from the Ukraine. What the fuck are you talking about? What could possibly be interested about it? Literally, it's just, it reminds me of Blazing Saddles. Just haram, 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 bullshit, 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 haram, haram, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Just, just guys in circles, fucking spinning and talking about nothing. It's, it's that scene in Titanic 
when DiCaprio, I'm DiCaprio and I'm not DiCaprio in looks. God, fuck that. I'm just saying I'm a homeless guy who won the ticket into this fucking boat with a fucking poker game. And somehow I got sucked into having dinner at the rich people's table because the fucking, the Irish chick wants to rail me or whatever the fuck fine. But in reality, the Irish chick doesn't want to rail me. And in perpetuity, now I have to dine at the rich people's table because that's all we fucking hear about. For some reason, believe me, the people in steerage, they were dancing again. We're having a good time. That's who I am. I'm down there. I'm I'm having a fucking jig. We're doing a dance. Everybody's happy. There's a fucking guy with a fucking one one string viola and a bow. And they're playing, you know, uh, Bashorn Bashorn McGillicuddy. And I'm doing a fucking cartwheel with everybody. Me and Michael Flatley and the hot chick. And I'm going to draw her later, but poorly. I mean, that's that's my that's who I want to be. But instead, you're somehow our lives have been co-opted by the stodgy guy from fucking Young and the Restless. And we got to listen to him have cigars and drink brandy. Fucking awful, man. Nobody wants that shit in real life. I don't want to hear these fucking guys pontificate or discuss or talk about this or, uh, you know, the the stock market and all that dumb shit. Look, if you got a 401k, I hope it goes well for you. I'm sorry you don't have a 401a. Obviously, clearly you have a failing grade. You're still in kindergarten. Give me a 401 12th grade or a 401 master's degree, 401k. That's the extent of it. I think it's kindergarten and I think it's fucking stupid. All right. I think you're playing duck, duck, goose with your finances. Get out of that 401k immediately, motherfucker. But I don't know anything about this shit. I don't. But yet I have now been thrust into a position where every day I have to hear about it. And I know you're like, well, Mike, you don't have to hear about it. But yes, but if you go through life willfully ignorant, which would be fine, then then you're just Cuba Gooding Jr. in radio. And you're thrilled by the fact you got your bike going fast enough to get the breeze blowing past your ears. So it was loud enough. So you didn't have to hear your fucking surroundings because it quieted the voices in your fucking head. Fuck. But that's that's. I go to Twitter and I go to Facebook and it's just this cacophony, this just noise, this fucking talking, this constant. Because I told you, look, I got a head full of bees. All right. But my bees are cool. My bees are flowing around. And they're thinking about like the 1976 Raiders. My bees are flowing around and they're thinking about how fucking hot Scarlett Johansson would be naked. My, my bees are flying around thinking about how I'd rail the fuck out of Giada. My bees are flying around thinking about the time I had sex in a supermarket or in a fucking corn maze or how I got blown at the mall or I mean, all that. You just, yeah, that's, that's who I am. That's what my brain wants to fucking deal with. But instead now I got to deal with the, the, with Billy Zane and his manservant talking about uh, amalgamated confidential incorporated. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit about any of that. And that's what, but, but, but unfortunately that's the world we're immersed in because we, they, cause you know what, you know why? Cause these fuckheads went, Hey, you know what? I want a businessman to run the country. I want a businessman to run the country. Well, you know what happens then you got to hear about business all the fucking time. How is the stock market doing well when 3000 Americans a day are dying? You know how? Because the right ones are dying for the stock market to do well. If 3,000 suits were dying a fucking day, if they were all doing this fucking triple Lindy out of the goddamn stockbroker windows like they did in 29 and crushing the skulls of the pencil sellers down below, then the stock market might be like, oh, fuck, what's going on? And there'd be some sort of weird cataclysmic adjustment. But as it is, these 15 assholes in, in shiny ties and their fat fucking Ukrainians in the cigar bars are like, well, uh, everything's going to be fine. We, we have a, a substandard of the gold standard we're going to enact and inevitably the poors will choke to death on their germ sandwiches. 
Fuck these curly mustache, snidely whiplash motherfuckers tying the rest of us to the goddamn railroad tracks. Let's buy guillotines and pitchforks, man. Fuck. And I don't understand how people root for these fucking people. Who roots for Giuliani? That's that's another thing. Like I'm saying, people who bend themselves over fucking backwards to explain to you what what Trump, why Trump is right, or why the black guy should have been shot. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Look at yourself. Think about what you're saying and doing. Think about people for once in your fucking life. Don't think about your stocks. Don't think about your fucking lawn. Think about whatever kind of world you're leaving for people you care about. If even if you have even one person tangentially connected to you, whether by blood or just by love, that you think will outlive you, then why don't you consider leaving a better world for them to experience? Or at least, maybe, possibly, having a status quo world for them to fucking fix on their own. You selfish cunts. And again, I don't want to know any of this shit. I don't, I don't want to be plunged or immersed in any sort of conversation with somebody wearing a cummerbund. Ah, oh, fuck off, man. Unless it's a wedding and you're giving me some kind of toast I got to deal with. I don't give a shit about you, Tuxedo Joe. I don't care. Tuxedo Joe can take a fucking walk. Well, you don't understand. When the train tracks are built, once the Celestials are finished banging in the planks, well, well, you know, we're losing a hundred of them a day, but it's expendable. They're coming over on the boats every day. (laughs) You masters of the universe plotting the fucking destruction of all of us, discovering oil, Daniel Plainview, fucking ruining the world. Cunts. How dare you, man? You know, in the old days, like even Marie Antoinette said, let them eat cake. We don't even get fucking cake. Where's my cake? Where's my fucking cake? Maybe it'd be easier to choke down the fucking jackboot of the guy who's fucking oppressing us. At least put cake on the fucking heel so I can slam that down my throat. So there's the, the hint of buttercream in addition to fucking boot leather. I hate buttercream, whipped cream. You know what? If you're going to fucking oppress me, make it whipped cream cake and shove it down my fucking throat. Sponsors, we got them. (laughs) There's still commerce involved. I still got to stay alive. I don't know why, but I do. Uh, Our great friend, Fearful Jesuit, sponsors this show, although I don't don't know now. I don't know how how fierce a capitalist he is, but he he might be uh, gone or he might stick around. Who knows? He's going to send me a text telling me, hey, you know, this is the best time in the world to be alive. And I'm going to (laughs) go, so you keep typing. (laughs) Uh, Our great friend, Fearful Jesuit, has has a podcast called The Paranoid Strain. You should check it out. It's really good. It's available right now in the iTunes store. Uh, and, and you can download all of the, first of all, subscribe to it. You got to subscribe so you can get all of them. And look, what the fuck are you doing besides nothing these days? Go ahead and download it. Listen to all the episodes. They're fantastic. If you've been putting them off and also they're re they're certainly, they have a high re-listen value because they're dense and full of information. So you'll learn something new every time you put it on. Uh, the last episode that he did was about the, uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know if you've heard there's uh, some sort of a virus on the horizon. You got to watch out. Be prepared. Prepare yourself and your family and all the people you love, because apparently there's going to be some sort of germ floating around. 
Uh, although I understand that bleach will kill it. So go ahead and load up on some bleach, baby. Uh, but he had a coronavirus episode, certainly. So you can go ahead and listen to that. And then all of his episodes are fucking amazing. They're available now in the iTunes store. Paranoid Strain. If you want to write him a note, theparanoidstrain at gmail.com. Theparanoidstrain at gmail.com. Uh, write our friend Fearful Jesuit a note and tell him, hey, you know what? We listen to the, the show. We love it. We heard about it through the 40-year-old boy. So please keep sponsoring him. Otherwise, he's going to go broke and live in the street. Uh, which we, which would be bad. I just because I don't know where I'd find Wi-Fi to upload the show. Look, living in the street is one thing. Uh, that's fine. I'm sure I'll find food in a gutter. There's dumpsters everywhere, folks. Uh, but as far as uploading this show, I don't know. I don't know what the future of that would be like if I lived in the in the street. Uh, <laughs> but um. Go ahead and, and, and write him a note anyway. Tell him you love it. So he keeps sponsoring the show and tell him you love it because you love it. That's all. Just fucking dig it. Leave a You know what? Leave a review in the iTunes store or the Apple podcast store, whatever the fuck they're calling it these days. Leave a review talking about how much you enjoyed it. And if you want to mention me in there, too, that'd be great because then maybe it steers people tangentially over to my show. And look at that. We're all having fun, right? Uh, it's a goddamn circle joke. You, you got my cock. I got his cock. He's got your cock. And let's just fucking run it off. Let's do it. Let's fucking pump furiously. And the first guy to hit the bread is fine. Last guy to hit the bread has to eat it. Um, <laughs> what <a> fucking <laughs> Look, man, I make no apologies for how my brain works. I, I don't. I'm not going to. I don't. I'm fucking great. Deal with it. All right. Let's all have a big circle jerk with fucking uh, our, our boy, Fearful Jesuit. He's wearing his robes. You're wearing your podcast listener costume. I'm wearing my podcasting suit. Let's all wear cummerbunds and jerk each other off. What about that? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't know if you've heard, but on the slow boat to China, we've got several rafts full of people coming over to help build the rest of this mountain of sugar that I've enveloped because we're cornering the tea market, my dear, and people want sugar with their tea. Can you hear me curling both ends of my fucking curly mustache as I do that fucking laugh into the ether? <laughs> you fucking rich cocksuckers. Unbelievable. Uh, I must have some brandy and a cigar and I want to talk about the pores. <laughs> you fucking dicks. I hate you. You've ruined it. I'm sure some rich people do some cool things, but most of you rich people have ruined it for the rest of us. We just wanted to watch internet porn and fucking and 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 have grilled cheese sandwiches, and then you fuckers come along, strip mining the world, fracking. I don't even know. If I truthfully, I'm not even joking. I'm not even gonna fucking lie to you. I don't know what fracking is. I really don't. But I read about it. And I'm supposed to hate it. I'm supposed to be so mad at fracking, and I'm just kind of like, I don't. All right. I mean, is it is that anything like Ford fricking? When which is when you hire somebody to be the commissioner of baseball who isn't qualified. Uh, I don't know, but fracking is every time I think of fracking, I'm, (laughs) this is totally true. I don't know. I don't know what fracking is, but you know what it is in my head? It's what Fred Flintstone is doing in the opening credits of the Flintstones with his dinosaur before the whistle blows and he gets to leave work. (laughs) I'm not joking. That's what I think fracking is. It's, it's just a fucking Alan Reed voiced avatar sitting on a brontosaurus whose head is b- banging into the rocks in a cliff. And then he slides down a tail and he goes home and twinkle toes bowls and he and Barney steal everybody's fucking cereal. <laughs> That's what fracking is to me. Whatever, whatever Fred's doing before the whistle blows and he gets to go home. 
um, before Mr. Slate sends him off on his way with his big stone check and he has to run his car home with his incredibly calloused feet. That's fracking, goddammit. But I'm supposed to be hate it. I'm supposed to be furious at it. Oh, these these guys and they're fracking. I don't know. It's like, look, you know, when you had something called acid rain, I knew I was supposed to hate acid rain because I know what rain is and I know what acid is. And you put those two together. That doesn't sound good at all. Look, I don't like rain alone because it means I, I may have to grab an umbrella, which, as we all know, just like a mask makes you look like a pussy. So I never used one. But if you got acid rain, I got to get. I like uh, I gotta get two umbrellas at that point, right? If you got acid rain, I gotta get I gotta get an umbrella made out of like titanium, some fucking Wolverine claw, goddamn umbrella to keep me safe from the acid rain. So I'm supposed to hate acid rain? I hate it. That drives me crazy. Oh, I f- do whatever you gotta do to get rid of the acid rain, because I don't want to. I don't want it landing on my apartment complex. And even though I'm on the bottom floor, it'll eventually get through fucking Laura's apartment upstairs and drip on my head. And look at me, I'm getting cooked by the acid rain. Nobody wants that. But fracking, I don't, I don't know what that sounds. That, that sounds like, it, 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 you ever see those geode cakes where they break them open and a bunch of rock candies inside? That's what fracking. When cutting open a geode cake seems like you'd be doing. You need a fracking tool to do that. Whatever Fred's doing before the work whistle blows, it's Slate's fucking company. That's what fracking is in my brain, and I can't hate it. I wish I could, but I can't. Because honestly, the relief on Fred's face when that whistle goes off and he slides down and he fucking goes home and he rails the fuck out of Wilma gives her a pearl necklace on top of a pearl necklace and the whole time he's thinking of Betty because she's hotter? There's no doubt. Betty, Betty, Betty Rubble, infinitely hotter than Wilma Flintstone. You know what I really would like to see? There's got, and you know what? Now that I think about it, I could probably find it on the fucking web. Is there a Betty Rubble, like, uh, you know, like a, a Rule 34 of Betty Rubble, but wearing Wilma's clothes? Oh my God, how hot would that be? If Betty Rubble comes over to fucking Fred's house and he's like, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. But first, put on Wilma's fucking white dress and pearl necklace. Ooh, that fucking the brunette, the dark fucking black hair played off against the white dress and the white fucking necklace. Oof, man, Fred's got to go to fucking town on that, right? Of course he does. Uh, All right. So Fearful Jesuit has a show called the, uh, the Paranoid Strain. It's available right now in the iTunes store or the Apple store, wherever you get your finer podcasts. Go ahead and download it now. I'll wait. It's fantastic. And you'll love it. It's so good. Uh, please listen to it right now. Thank you. Uh, remember, our friend Rob Matsushita has got his Knife Drop podcast at Pod Bay and Anchor and Stitcher and uh, every other place you can find a podcast. He's out there doing good work, big work. He's doing the big work. Uh, hey, you know, Cameo exists with it. Mother's Day weekend. You want me to tell your mom she's great? I can do it. You want me to tell your mom you're sorry you forgot to buy her a gift, but you couldn't go outside because you could have died in this fucking pandemic? I'm happy to do that too. Think of me and hire me to send a cameo to your mom. Do you, Hey, I'll tell you this. Is there somebody you've got a crush on and you want to, you want me to send them a note that says, Hey, this guy wants to rail you. So eventually he can spend mother's day with you because you have his kid. I'm happy to do that too. Whatever the fuck you want. Hire me for cameo. I need 15 bucks. Five for them. 15 for me. It's a great deal. Sign up for Cameo. It's bookcameo.com, I believe, on the web, but also you can get the Cameo app in the App Store on your phone. Download that and hire me to do whatever. Talk to a cousin. Talk to uh, your boss. Tell them why you can't come in, why you're not essential. You want me to talk to your boss? Tell them why you're not essential. I can do that. I'll spin a fucking yarn. His head will be fucking clouded up. You won't know what the fuck to do. Uh, whatever you need me to do, I'm here for it. A cousin? You want me to talk to your cousin? I don't give a shit. Whoever the fuck you want. If you literally book me for a Cameo, and uh, for somebody you've never met, 
and and just I'll I'll tell them, hey, look, I'm just me. I'll, I'll introduce me in the show. I'll talk about you a little bit if you want. Doesn't matter. Let's do that. Let's start the anonymous cameo. Let's start the drive-by cameo for people who don't know who I am, don't know who you are. It's weird. It'll be like a weird, ah, dude, I'll be like your proxy stalker. I'll be like, hey, how's it going? What's happening? Hey, I like that dress you wore yesterday. Now, I didn't see you, but somebody might have saw you. Your secret admirer, wink, 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 wink. I can even wink. I can wink with both eyes on the, on the fucking cameo for you. Whatever you need. Wink, 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 wink. Right camera, left camera, left camera, right camera. Uh, camera one, camera two, camera two, camera one. Uh, whatever you need me to do on Cameo, I can do it. Go ahead and find me and book me. The app goes on your phone. Cameo, download it today. You can use the Amazon link. That exists. Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the merchandise page, which, uh, as you know, used to be the Joe Business page. And click on the Amazon link right there on the merchandise page, and then you're shopping. And it costs you nothing, man. What does it cost you? Ten seconds to find the link? And you're buying shit from Bezos anyway, because we all are. He owns all of our asses. So why wouldn't you do it? Get in there, fucking scoop up some dough, send it to them. I get a portion of it. And I, again, I will say this. Uh, they've changed the, the, the rates. <laughs> so they've, they've basically, what the deal I had with them has been cut in half. So um, it's cool if you think of me regarding these, uh, these Amazon purchases, because it really helps the show. And, uh, you know, if you, even if you've been in the past, been like, ah, uh, no, I forgot about Mike. And if you kept me in the... And look, we're all struggling. I'm, I'm not saying make a special trip. If you're going to Amazon anyway, bring me along. They get money, we get money, you get stuff. It works out perfectly. Or we get money, they get money, you get stuff. However you want to say it. I forget how I trademarked it. Uh, regardless, only do this if you're going to Amazon. I'm not saying go above and beyond and go, well, I better buy a bunch of dumb shit from Amazon because then you're broke and you're living in the fucking street. And then Nancy Pelosi has to pretend like she doesn't know what you're doing. <laughs> She's got to ignore you like and people will get outraged because now you're living in a tent and people think you're having fun sleeping on the street. Ah, it's like a camping trip for these people. Oh, is it? Is it? You think you think so? Sleeping out in a tent on the cement. You think that's fucking uh, selfish cunts. Uh, So uh, use the Amazon link, please. Uh, Dude, I blew my throat out at the show. A lot of fucking yelling. This, This is what happens. Uh, when you're, when you're at, at fucking at 10 the entire time, usually I throttle it down. Look, I'm a professional. I know how to use my voice. I can draw you in just by talking like this and bringing you as close as I possibly can. Hey, look at me right now. No, I'm right in your ear. You probably can't hear me over the air conditioner blowing here in my house, but look at this. Now we're having a normal conversation. The rest of this time I've been at fucking, I've been blowing it out. I haven't even been at 10. I've been at 12. You know what? This one goes to 11. Nigel Tufnell just came and just gave me a fucking tune in Tokyo and turned me up to fucking 11. But now here I am bringing this to you. Let's bring it down. Let's calm down. Let's swallow all the blood that's in our throat and try to get through the rest of this show without fucking hurting ourselves. What do you say? (laughs) All right, water. I think water. So... Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the merchandise page. There's the Amazon link. Click on it. Oh, the air went off. There you go. Now you can really hear me, I'm sure. Now I really need to shout. Uh, it came back on. That's the weirdest air conditioning ever. Did it, literally, it stopped. It's like, you know what? It's cool enough in here. No, no, hold on. Got to blast it out. Or maybe it's like it's nervous because I, I noticed. Maybe he's like, oh, my God, he noticed me. So he turned himself back on. He doesn't want to get fired. I won't fire you, air conditioner. You're loyal. You got a job here as long as I live here. What do you think I am? A rich guy who's going to fucking put, I'll give you cake. You get cake. Where's my cake? No cake for you. 
Unless you dig it out of the cake mines, here's a pick and shovel. Go down and get yourself a slice of funfetti. I don't know why all these rich people know Dr. Bombay. All right, so. God, I'm fucking my throat up. So go to Amazon.com. Uh, well, first of all, go to my website, MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the merchandise page. There's an Amazon link. Click through. You're using it. Costs you nothing extra. Helps the show immensely. Thank you for thinking of me while you're doing your Amazon shopping. And again, like I said, we're all struggling. We're all in this together. Do not make a special trip to Amazon for me. If you're going to Amazon, though, bring me along. I'm happy to tag along and make eight cents. That's my whole life. That's what it comes to. I'm a 52-year-old man who needs to make eight cents. Please think of me. <laughs> do do just that, please. Uh, thank you, everybody who uses it. Our buddy Andrew Bennett does it all the time. Thank you so much. And he always writes me. He's like, hey, dude, I just bought a fucking Ferrari on Amazon. I hope you get some money from that. I'm like, oh, my God, that's 16 cents. Thank you so much, buddy. I'll tell you what, you load 16 cents, and what do you get? Andrew gets a Ferrari, and I wind up in debt. Um, all right, so Cameo Amazon. Uh, there's a Patreon page. Let's talk about that for just a second, right? Yeah, hey, this is worth. This show is worth your Patreon uh, money. Go ahead and sponsor me. Uh, Patreon exists right now. Patreon.com/slash/the40-year-old-boy. Go ahead and become a member. I would love that very much. Uh, it helps the show immensely, as I mentioned. Because again, in these dark times, when we don't know what's coming. Uh, and again, I understand you also may not know what's coming. Please know that I'm not like, Hey, poor people give me eight cents. I, I, I'm not that guy. If you're going to Amazon, bring me along. If you can afford to be a patron at Patreon, do just that. I would certainly appreciate it. It would be lovely. And I would be very happy and indebted to you for quite a long time. Indebted is the wrong word because you know what? I earned that fucking Patreon money. So I'll tell you what, it would make this show continue to happen. Let's put it that way. You like this show? Be a patron at Patreon. That'd be awesome. Uh, patreon.com slash the 40 year old boy. And you can become a patron, a patron at Patreon, like our good friend, Joel Fowler. That's right. Joel Fowler stepped up on May 1st and became a new patron at Patreon. Thank you so much, Joel. You're so nice to think of me. So nice to include me in your life. Now I'll tell you a little bit about Joel. Joel and I have met actually when I went to Washington DC and I did a show, Joel, uh, bought dinner with me on the Kickstarter. Uh, if I remember correctly. And I, whether he, I don't know if he, I can't remember if he bought dinner with me or, or he, he and I just went to dinner one of the days. Cause he took me to a wizards game. He has, he's a season ticket holder for the wizards. Um, that was when we saw George Murison was there. Uh, I by year four, three, maybe I don't remember, but when I went to DC, I hung out with Joel. It was totally fun. Uh, we had dinner at a, at an Asian place, a Thai place, maybe a Chinese place. I don't recall. Um, and I think, didn't we have a fight? Didn't I get mad at you? <laughs> might, that doesn't sound on brand for me. Uh, I'm teasing. Our friend Joel is a patron of Patreon. So he's been around from the fucking jump, dudes. He supported the Kickstarters. Uh, he's always been somebody who's been there for me. And I can't thank him enough. And I, I don't know why I'm speaking of him in the abstract. He's probably listening now. Thank you, Joel. Thank you for becoming a patron of Patreon. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for uh, doing what you can to support me and keep whatever hope I had for making this work alive. You're the best, and I appreciate it very much. Love you, dude. Um, is that weird, right? I love you guys. Anybody who helps me, I love. I mean, I love you anyway if you're listening. Uh, I've been saying that a lot now because we don't know when the world's going to end. You know, it's getting hotter and warmer outside. Leon's getting larger. Uh, there's germs all over the goddamn place. Tell people you love them. And the funny thing is, like, I'll send it, like I sent a text to Siegel, and I'm like, love you, dude. And he's just like, hey, thanks. <laughs> and I get it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm free with... 
my emotions, maybe more so than other people. Or maybe Mike doesn't love me. Is that what you're trying to say? Fuck you, man. Mike loves me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm free with that these days now where I say it a lot because um, y- you never know when you won't get to say it. You never know if it's, it's like when I talk on the phone, I don't say goodbye. I, I say goodnight or, or I'll say see you or because um, see you soon because I, I don't. Because if you say goodbye and it's the last time you ever fucking talk to somebody, man, that's just that's just devastating. So that's weird. I know this is what a child does. Uh-huh, boohoo. All right. So become a patron at Patreon. I'd love it. So would you. I don't know if you would love it as much as I would, but uh, still, it would be great. And also, we got a Twitch channel and a YouTube channel. You can go ahead and be a, a patron of those. Uh, there's I'm on Twitch all the time. I'm streaming games. I'm in the middle of a game called Undertale now, and uh, I don't want to give too much away, but I'm playing all the time. Uh, almost, well, we're, we just started it over. It's a long story, but if you come check it out, you'll see, uh, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy, follow the channels. Um, you can subscribe at Twitch with your Amazon prime subscription. That gets me five bucks a month, or you can just come in and subscribe on your own. There's a $5 tier, a $10 tier and a $25 tier per month. Um, and it, it just, it really, it helps the whole enterprise. You know, the, this, the Twitch channel, the podcast, all of it is intertwined and all of it's together. And it's nice of you to think of me. So, uh, so come check out the Twitch channel. We, and now I've just started advertising it. So more people are coming, which is kind of nice. I put it on Twitter. I put it on Facebook and tell people that we're doing the show. Um, so if you, if you follow, you'll always know when I'm on, you can come and check it out. And again, you don't have to come all the fucking time, but if, if you're under quarantine, you got nothing going on or you just want to see me talk and not scream. Jesus Christ. I have to stream today actually with this fucking burned out voice. I don't know how the fuck that's going to go. Um, but if you sign up, that would be really cool. I would appreciate it. Go to uh, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy and, uh, and become a, a follower or a subscriber to either of those channels. And it would help me out immeasurably because you know, this is my gig doing the podcast, doing the Twitch stuff, uh, I need to be a lot better about being engaged in social media. I say that every week, as you know, but, uh, but we'll do it. We'll do the best that we can. And I, and I won't, I won't shout at you anymore. I can't, I, I, <laughs> I'll do, cause I also find myself looking, cause I will tell you this, like, it's not all fucking terrible. You'll see stuff that's awesome. Like, um, you know, Bridget will send me videos of like dogs or cats and stuff. And I mean, I, I'll, any baby, any baby getting a hearing aid and hearing his mom's voice for the first time will lay you the fuck out. You're like, yay, you know, that stuff's cool. Um, any dog and cat that are friends, oh, <laughs> you're going to totally rope me in at that point. Any of that stuff. And any, any, again, any little kids, any cute kids, any kids doing cute stuff, I'm fucking on board. Um, I saw a video and I, uh, I don't know if I talked about it last week. I might have, it is, so what? Bear with me. It's the end of the fucking show. There was a video of The Rock uh, Dwayne Johnson. And he was on, yeah, I did talk about this, right? Or see, here's the thing. I will tell you this. I can't remember if I've talked about stuff on here because I'll talk about stuff on Twitch. And then in my head, I go, man, you talked about this already, but I might've talked about it on Twitch. Cause also on Twitch, I wind up talking for an hour sometimes before I even play the games. So it's like a different version of the podcast. So that's why I should follow and tune in on the Twitch channel. Uh, you can leave when the gameplay and starts. I mean, I, I, whatever, I wind up talking a lot on there. But I'm going to do this now because I don't know if I've told you guys about this or not, but, uh, but it's worth hearing me say it again. There's a video you should find. It's the rock with his daughter. He's quarantined in his house. 
of course, and he's quarantined in his house with all of his kids and his wife, and they're all women. It's his, his wife, obviously, is a woman, and then he's got three daughters. So he jokes all the time about he's in this testosterone fucking palace where he's lifting weights, and then he comes home to Estrogenville. But his, his tiniest daughter is super cute, and she is into... Uh, is it what is it Moana? What was the, what was that movie? I don't know. He's he does the voice in it, and uh, she watches the show. She watches the movie over and over, and she doesn't know that he's. She's obsessed with the song "You're Welcome," but she doesn't know that it's her dad, because she's like one. So she watches it, and she he sings it to her, and she loves it, and she always wants him to sing it, and he does. But she doesn't. She just knows that daddy's singing it to her, and then whoever's doing it in the show, um, um, whatever his name is, Monty or whatever the fuck, I don't know. Um, and so there's a video where he's got his daughter on his lap, and and he's singing her the song, and she's he lets he lets her finish some of the sentences, and it's just it is literally they should it should be the new national anthem. It should be shown. You want you want to say I'll say fuck God bless America and fuck your national anthem at ball games. Play this video on the screen. Play it. I, it's because it just makes you happy. It just makes you go, oh, my God. It's just it's the innocence of a child. It's an adult indulging her. And like I said, the video is made completely 100% better by the fact that she doesn't know that he's the real voice in the movie. She just knows that she loves the voice from the movie. And I'm sure there's some thing on a child's level where she feels the, I don't know, maybe the same vibration or hears the voice and kind of and, and associates it with him and the movie. And she goes, why there's some vague touchstone where she knows why she loves it, but she just loves the song. But also his voice kind of, I don't know how a kid's brain works. I don't know how my brain works half the fucking time, man. But the best part is again, she has no idea that it's her dad. Cause he even says he, there's a video where he says, Hey, do you, uh, is that daddy's song or whatever? And she goes, no. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, I got, you know, in his brain, he just smiles. And that's the best part. Cause again, as I've talked about the fucking rock is just this, he's not even a fucking, human he's like a son he's and I, I don't mean like a son like a dad i mean a son like a fucking celestial body of charisma that's all he is he's just radiating fucking huge incredible hot bursting fucking magma flames of of intense charisma and there's nothing you can do about it. you can't fight it off you can't fight off the fucking rock the rock owns you the rock's gonna own all of us you know that's that i just he, he floated the idea about being a guy who fucking ran for president and i'm like please don't please don't i want to know about you for cool things i don't want to know about your position on Palestine. I don't need to fucking know the rocks position on what's going on on the Gaza Strip. Just you and your daughter singing forever. I'll tell you what, you know what? If you told me I could just vote for the rock and his daughter singing as president, and that's it. They didn't have to make any decisions about the country. They didn't have to make everything. Everybody was happy. You had to watch that video every morning, just like the Pledge of Allegiance in school. Everybody would be happy and thrilled, and that'd be fucking fine. Every country in the world, nobody would start a war with us because he saw the rock and his fucking daughter. That'd be fucking. That's the. You know what? That should be on the flag. Fuck stars and stripes. Fuck fucking red, white, blue. This is get the fucking rock out. Great am I, let's talk. 
talk about that for a while And by a while, I mean forever Podcast! Podcast!